Hey, Cornerstone family, welcome to week number three of our 21-day fast, and we pray and hope that it's been an incredible journey for you. I'm sure that you've had struggles like we all have, but I know that the reward of it is going to be an incredible thing. And hey, we're doing a little little switcheroo today. Um, we are actually, I'm going to host, and I'm going to give the floor up to Jonathan, our communications director, who is normally our incredible host of these podcasts. So Jonathan, hey. we'd love to hear just kind of what the Lord is doing in your life during this fast. And I know you want to talk about even a previous fast of what the Lord has taught you through that. Yeah. Um, hopefully that what I'm going to kind of go through of previous experiences with fasting and how it's impacted me, maybe it gives you some encouragement uh, in your fast. I don't know where, it, you know, it, it's kind of um, wild when you're fasting, like everyone in a church comes from these different, this whole spectrum of different backgrounds of what they're experiencing when they're going through the fast, what they came in the fast with, what they were leaving with. And so hopefully this speaks to someone and encourages them because uh, um, it really was a, it was a life altering moment. It didn't feel that in the moment. In the moment and it, yeah. and it didn't feel that epic because it really wasn't that epic of a moment. But, um, but looking back, I can say confidently that everything that was done in my heart during that fast I did previously definitely shifted my my outlook and my um perspective on things uh as a consistent thing moving forward from that and yeah. that happened in 2018 so in 2018 it was kind of the hardest year of my life and i would say not not work wise or or anything like that but just internally so mentally um spiritually emotionally uh it was just kind of empty yeah you didn't have yeah. jordan in your life at that point did I you i didn't i, I had even the uh, reason bro hey you yeah, didn't well, have yeah, your wife I, well i met her the next year so we, we started go. dating a, a year later um uh so in 2018 though i was single you know i there's a lot of stuff going on and then i was um i had moments of really deep anxiety and if you've ever experienced that um you know what it feels like and only people who go through that, I'm not talking like you're anxious about a situation. It's an anxiety that has no real pinpoint, but it feels like an alarm clock going off in your chest. That's how it feels. You can't sleep. You're restless. You can't focus on anything. Um, and the that happened at like four different instances that year. The first time it happened, I was on a, it was about halfway through the year, end of June, beginning of July. I was on a work trip. Uh, my previous job, I was a field producer, so I had to I produce stories. And we were on the road at that point. And so I had a lot of different things on my hit list. And I had so many in a short amount of time that I had to do. And they all had to be done well. I was feeling the weight and the pressure. Because uh, you got one shot. Yeah. It's got to be good. And so um, I was feeling that. And that added to it. I don't think it it wasn't the cause. But it was like the thing that kind of set it off. Of course. There was, and, there was a deeper <clears throat> root there, I'm sure. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And so I remember being in the hotel room. That night, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't focus. I'm praying to the Lord. I feel nothing. Um, like looking inwardly, felt kind of like a black hole. I didn't feel anything. My dad's a pastor, so I called him. Um, just wanted to hear a different voice. I wanted to talk to my dad, asked him to pray for me. I don't know if he remembers that, but he prayed for me. I It didn't change too much, but um, I made it through that week, and uh, it turned out fine, but that happened throughout that whole year, and it got to the point where I was just like, okay, I don't know what to do, but I'm kind of like at a point of desperation right now, mm -hmm. and I did something that I had never done before that, and that was legitimately fast, not because it was a, hey, we're going through it as a church, or we're doing this thing. It was just on my own, 
no one at the time knew I was doing it. I didn't tell anyone um, because I was like, no one, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm just going to do this. And because I really like, Lord, I don't know what I'm, what, what's going to happen, but like, I need you because the alternative is I got nothing. I don't know what the outlook is. I don't know what's going to happen. And um, all I know is some, something's got to change. And if you don't come through for me here, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. Um, so I went through that fast and, um, it was awful. It was painful, <laughs> not just because of physical hunger. Yeah, yeah. Um, that really, it was just because the, the mental and the, like the weight didn't lift during that fast, the weight didn't go away. And so like throughout that whole time, it was just like, okay, I'm fasting. I'm praying. I'm trying to do all this stuff. This is awful. This is like, like physically, emotionally, mentally. I'm just like, I can't like, this is, this is so much. Um, and throughout that fast, um, I was also every day taking, like writing down a lesson I learned that day from the Lord, whether it's through the word, just uh, observations, just in quiet time. And, um, and at the end of the fast, one of the, um, lessons that I kind of walked away with was, uh, this it's the faithfulness of God is not found in the sensation or found in the sudden moments. His faithfulness is displayed on the cross. And in the everyday mercy, he grants to me. Um, he is faithful in all things. He is my helper at all times. I can confidently call on him in my need, and he will come to my aid, for he is good and gracious, merciful and just. He's more than I deserve, and I can never earn his love. He is faithful. And that may seem like a um, simple, like you, some people may even hear that and they're like, okay, Jonathan, like, well, duh, like that's what the word says or that's what this says. But that was a personal observation of a shift that happened in my heart going from understanding some of these things to my my heart grabbing a hold of something and if you if you've been in that situation you know when that shift happens yeah. and you really only can only describe it by like no I just know like it went from I'm, I I knew something to now I know it in my heart yeah and um my life wasn't immediately better after that unfortunately like I say unfortunately only because I really wanted it to be for sure but that perspective shift um, compounded over the following weeks and months and and um, years now yeah. into um, helping me be a better man and shifting me from that mid and early 20s, Jonathan, to who I needed to become. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I mean, I think a lot of our um, revelation of Jesus really are simple. Um, they're not, uh, they don't blow you away, but they're, they're just the simple revelation that he is good, that he's with you. Um, and we've said it on the podcast multiple times over the last two weeks that, that his presence is the reward, right? Mm -hmm. It's not this breakthrough of getting something. Um, but I mean, you had a revelation during that fast of like, no, he's really with me. He's really near to me. His grace is sufficient, uh, no matter what I'm going through. Mm. Uh, and knowing that he went through more than anyone else will ever go through and knowing yeah. that he's already he's already paved the path right mm. um and there's freedom there uh, i love what romans 12 2 says it says don't follow the patterns and customs of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind or the another translation says by the way changing the way you think yeah um and then it says then you will know god's good perfect will for your life mm-hmm. um and so for you just understanding that lesson of like there was just this sudden shift in your mind and it traveled to your heart yep. for you to really understand that revelation. It's that's so good. And I mean, there's 
physical evidence, scientific evidence that fasting literally cleanses your mind and cleanses you of toxins. Mm-hmm. And it allows you to have this extreme focus um, for good things, you know, to, to be consumed within your mind. So yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. And uh, right before we end, like, um, you know, whatever anyone else is, is going through in a fasting, it's it, like the key component to what that that outcome, at least just that subtle shift wasn't because it was I don't it wasn't because I was missing food. It was literally because the focus of my fast was, okay, every day I'm gonna read this. I'm going through this yep. thing. I'm I'm trying to actively learn, not just passively let things happen to me. Of course. And um I think that when you're actively looking for the Lord to speak into your life or to do something in your life, that that anticipation and I think even some of the past Evos, that expectation mm-hmm. really sets something in motion that you may not feel immediately, but it does pay dividends and compounds over time. Over so, time. Yeah, yeah, that's a good word, over time. And so we want to challenge you um, as you finish up this week with your fast. Um, don't give up. Just keep moving forward. Uh, we will see breakthrough and reward through his presence and just being near to him. Uh, now, but I believe even over time, you're going to see what God has been doing and working through you over the last couple weeks. So we love you guys and we'll see you later.